Hey guys, welcome to the Driven Not Given podcast. And today we are recording the most powerful episode on the Driven Not Given podcast. And it's got nothing to do with business. It's got nothing to do with entrepreneurship. It's got everything to do with something that's a lot more important. So stay tuned. Let's go. All right. All right. Welcome everybody to the Driven Not Given podcast. And in this episode, it is by far the most important episode I've ever done. And it doesn't even have to do with what I normally talk about in this podcast. Normally we're talking about business and entrepreneurship and mindset and whatnot and success. And uh, that is not what this podcast is about. It's actually a much more powerful message, right? Some of you guys may agree. Some of you guys may not agree, but some of you guys are definitely going to agree with what I'm talking about here today. And I've got a special guest here Mr. Jay Nolan, who's also a mentor. He's been on the podcast before. We've talked about business. We've talked about success and all that stuff because he, you know, the the guy's helped a lot of people become very successful. But one of the most, the most important thing that I learned from Jay Nolan is what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to be talking about the creator's name. I think that we live in unprecedented times, Jay. And uh, back when you taught me in 2010, about the creator's name. First of all, it made a lot of sense to me, but nobody, there was no information on the internet about this, right? And just fast forward 13 years later, we're in 2023 now, how much information, so tell me about how you came to find about the creator's name and the changes that you've seen from then till now. I found his name in 2007, May 2007. And I think JC, it was really because I just have always longed for the truth. So I know your podcast is about, you know, entrepreneurship, personal growth, strong people. And I think if you don't deal with the truth, you're never going to fully be able to maximize being a strong person. So me, I've always just wanted to know the truth. And uh, from a spiritual standpoint, I got to a point where I didn't want to depend on someone from a pulpit, someone from a church building, some... um, scholar or whoever, I figured I have my own mind and that I could research and figure out what is the truth for myself based upon the earliest languages possible. So as I started digging, JC, it was amazing uh, when I found his name. And like you say, you know, the only place you could find any information back in May 2007 was like on Yahoo, which was just a couple couple of links. But if you play in Google and back when Excite was big and Alta Vista and MSN, if you say anything about trying to figure out his name, it just was almost impossible. Wow. Yeah, I know. When you shared that with me, one of the main things that you shared with me it, that really, to me, I like to simplify things, right? Um, <clears throat> I believe in, the, I, I subscribe to the KISS method. Keep it super simple, right? Or keep it simple, silly, right? right. And you said something to me that a light bulb went up immediately. And you talked about the age of the letter J. How old is the letter J? Less than 500 years old. So what does that mean when it comes to the name? Well, it's huge because, you know, most people, if you ask them who's the savior of the world, they'll say J-E-S-U-S. And I'm always like, well, how can that be if the letter J is less than 500 years old? And that just like is shocking. It was shocking for me because I grew up in a hardcore Christian background in the church. My grandfather was a deacon of a Baptist church. My great-grandfather was a deacon. My cousin was pastors. My dad was a deacon at one time. So I grew up in a very strong religious background and everybody was worshiping, you know, J-E-S-U-S, who people call Jesus. And I was like, you know, once I, once I I would be called, I would have been considered one of the most arduous, like, fervor Christians you would ever see. Like I really was all out. And so for me to discover that this name has been like kind of thrust upon us out of nowhere, it was like shocking to me, JC. Yeah. Yeah. When you mentioned that to me, I thought to myself, if that is indeed a fact that the letter J is the newest letter in the alphabet and it's only less than 500 years old, then it's impossible that the creator's name, the savior's name, was Jesus indeed, right? Now, what do we what, what do you say to the people that make the argument of, hey, that's his English name? What do you say to people that make that argument? Well, that doesn't make any sense because, you know, your name, you know, Juan is going to be the same globally. 
So if you move to another country on your ID, <laughs> they're going to put Juan Rangel. They're not going to go like try that. to do some, you know, conversion of your name into the, if you move to Germany, if you move to France, they're not going to convert that name. So words translate over or transliterate, but not names. Names always is your name. And so if we just stay focused on the basics, your name is your name. Like I played professional baseball. I had an opportunity to play in Taiwan. I played in Venezuela. No matter where I went, they announced my name as my name. So in Spanish, they did not change my name, you know, mm-hmm. you know, in Taiwanese or Chinese, they didn't change my name. You know, it was Jay No, right. no matter where I went. That makes sense. Not only that, the, the scriptures, right? The Bible, the scriptures, uh, what are some verses that explain to us the importance of his name? Well, like if you go, for example, to Yeshayahu, who people call Isaiah. So if I go over to chapter 42, so I'm grabbing my, I always keep my virtual Bibles close to me, my virtual scriptures. So if I go over to Yeshayahu and I hit verse, hit chapter 42, and I go over to verse 8, it literally says, I am Yahuwah. That is my name. And my esteem I do not give to another, nor my praise to idols. Right. I don't think you can be more direct than that. The biggest one that hits people, because if you ask people a lot of time about the name, they'll go back to Masha, Moses, up on the mountain. And they'll say, well, he says his name is I am that I am. And I said, did you finish reading those verses? So that's, go, that's you know, if we just, you know, go over and look at that and, and see, right? Uh, because what was happening when Moses, Masha is his real name, when he was bringing the children out of Egypt, right, and they got to the mountain, the children, the, the 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 elders, the people that were uh, that what you would call the religious leaders, yes, they kept saying to to Masha Moses, "Well, what is the what is the name of this person, this being, this deity that you're talking to up on that mountain?" How do we know? So if we go to Exodus, Shamut is the real Hebrew name, Shamut uh, chapter three. And we start, for example, uh, at verse 12. I just read some of these verses. And he said, because I am with you, and this is to you the sign that I, that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Mitzrayim, Egypt, you are to you are to serve Alua on this mountain. So the creator's talking to Moses, Masha, on the mountain. And then on verse 13, Masha, Moses says, and Moshe said to Alua, Alua means the mighty one, who people call God. That's a wrong name to say. It's Alua, means the mighty one. And, my, and my, Moses said to Alua, see. When I come to the children of Israel, Israel, and say to them, the Alua, the mighty one of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? See, J- JC, mm-hmm. who's really ever stopped and brought that down, broke that down? Right. right. Like Moses is saying to the creator. So I'm going to go, you're telling me to, to bring them out. When I say to them that I've been that, that I was sent to bring you out. And what does it say? Quote. They're gonna when they say to me, what is his name? What what else are we talking about? We're not talking about nothing generic, it's very specific. Look what happens in verse 14. And this is what people quote all the time, and they don't keep reading. Verse 14 says, And Alua said to Masha, Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus, you shall say to the children of Israel, Israel, I am has sent me to you. The Hebrew words there, I am that I am is Ayah, Asha, Ayah, I am that I am. Now watch. Verse 15. Tell me what this means, JC. And Alua said further. We can just stop there. Right. What's the word further mean? There's more to come. Ding! See? 
Right. People go, he said, I am that I am. But then he goes on and says, and Elua said further to Moshe, thus you are to say to the children of Yisrael, Yahuwah, now he puts his name, Yahuwah, Alua of your fathers, the Alua of Abraham, the Alua of Yitzhak, the Alua of Yaakov, Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And this is my remembrance to all generations. Wow. See, that the, there's so many key things there. One of the key things is that is my name forever. Forever. So, so for example, if we were to find a, the scriptures, the Bible, let's say we were to find a Bible that was 800, 900 years old. Right. Surely the names in that Bible would be different than what they are today. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be the original. You're going to get more and more back on that languages of that time. Right. Not only that, so the creator's name is Yahuwah. Can we break down the creator's name and the savior's name? Yeah, because Yahuwah is simple. Like if you if you go to Israel, and I do this all the time, I'll be on a plane with somebody that's Jewish, and I'll be right, they'll get next to me and they'll tell me they're Jewish. Go, yeah, so I write a little Hebrew. They go, oh, you do? And then I'll say, yeah, man, and I'll get my napkin out and I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll just start scribbling. <laughs> and I'll go... Uh, for example, I'll say Yod, Hey, Ua, Dalit, Hey. So I'll write that out. So uh, like a y Yod is pronounced like a Y in English. A Hey is pronounced like Ah in English. Uh, uh, ua is pronounced like a Ooh, Ooh. A uh, Dalit is pronounced like a D. And then a uh, Hey is pronounced like a Ah. If I ask that person sitting next to me, how do you say that letter, that first one, that yod? And they'll go, well, it's like a Y. I'll say, what about this next one? They're like, hey, they go, ah. I'll go, what about this next one here? This, this ooh there. They go, ooh. I said, what about that one right there, that D? I mean, that Dalit. They'll go, it's a D. That, like, they're looking at me like, you know, of course. I said, that, that last letter, isn't that the same as that second letter? And they go, yeah. It's pronounced like ah. I said, so what does that say? They say, Yehuda. Well, we get the word Judah from, the tribe of Judah. But we know it's not Judah because what? The J is less than 500 years old. Right. So anytime you see a J in English, the most, it's going to almost every time be a Y in Hebrew. Mm. Every time you see a J in English, it's going to be a Y almost every time in Hebrew. So they say, Yehuda. I say, okay, what about this word? And then I'll go, okay, hey, right? Lamet, Lamet. You know, yo, hey, right? And then they'll go, well, that's hallelujah. I go, yeah. They'll say it to me, hallelujah. And then I'll go, okay, what about this one? Yod, hey, ua, hey. And they'll go, yeah, oh, that's the name of God. I can't say that. I said, why not? <laughs> you just said the same thing, except without the D on Yahuda. So if you take the D out of Yahuda, every Hebrew person, every Hebrew scholar will say that the tribe of Judah is the name is Yahuda. Those exact letters in Yahuda are the same exact letters in the, in the creator's name, except for the D. So if I came to you and I went to your son, Max, he's eight, right? I went yep. to my son, Kai, and I said, Yahuda, take the D out. They'll say what? Yahuda. A third, a, a six-year-old to get that. Yeah. That's the creator's name. So he wrote his name on the tablets, on the Ten Commandments. He wrote it as Yod, Hey, Ua, Hey. So when the Savior came, he could not call himself the same as the Father because the, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious rulers, had made it 
uh, they call it blasphemy if you say his name. Right. So they couldn't they couldn't go and just put it on his name. So there's all all the almost every prophet has a version of his name and their name. So Joshua, who came after Moses, his real name is Yahusha. And so hmm. all the scholars, not one of them disagrees that the Savior, when he walked on the earth, and the man that came after Moses, that took over Moses' position to lead the children, all scholars agree that his name was Yahusha. All scholars. Wow. So that's the Savior's name. And and in Hebrew, Shah means salvation. So Yahusha, Yahuwah is salvation. That's his name. And he also says that he comes in his father's name. Yeah. Like I'm a junior. I'm James Dwight Nolan Jr. Mm -hmm. My father's a senior. So I come in my father's name. So my name is part of my, my my name is part of my father's name. So his name is 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 in his father. Listen, I come in my father's name. So in. his name is in the father's name. Right. Yahuwah, Yahusha. Yahusha is just a description of who the father is. Yahuwah wow. is salvation. That's what Yahusha's name means. Yes. Wow. That is that is very powerful when you mention that to me and uh, for the first time. And, I, you know, I, I'm constantly studying and putting pieces together. And one of the things that I realize is that it seems to be that Jewish people know the name, but they don't say it. And Christian people don't even know the name. Right. <laughs> they don't want Isn't that interesting? So, so Jewish people know that the name of the creator is indeed Yahuwah? They know it for a fact. Wow. Why do they think, why, why, why do they believe that they're not supposed to say the name? Because when they got taken into captivity in the Babylon, out of disobedience, their fault, they were disobedient, they got taken into captivity, and they, they, they felt like the name of Yahuwah was being misused. So rather than have it be misused, they said that the only person that can say it is the priest in the temple. Mm. And if anybody else says it, just to, in order to, quote, protect his name, then they would consider that blasphemy and you would be put to death. And wow. so that's what happened. And so they start creating all these little crazy rules. And that, those are all written in what's called the Talmud. So we have the scriptures and the, the people that are predominantly in Israel now, they follow something called the Talmud. And that Talmud is from Pharisaical rule. So who was the Savior arguing with all the time? The Pharisees and the Sadducees. Right. That Talmud is what they follow, which is part, that's why it's against what the Father and the Savior want. They don't believe in the Savior. Right. They don't acknowledge that the, the Savior to come. They said he's not come. And so that's the, the, the quote, the, the, the Jewish folks from today that practice Orthodox Judaism, they don't agree that the Savior ever came. They don't want nothing to do with him. That's just how, how it is. Okay. And then the Christians, they want to believe in what the father of their movement had them to believe. The father of the Christian movement is a man by the name of Constantine. He was a Roman ruler. Christians don't understand that they are following his rule. He worshiped the sun guy. He murdered his, he murdered his wife. He, he, I think he, he, uh, uh, he, he, he murdered his son. He drowned his wife or vice versa, one of the two. One of them got drowned, one of them got murdered. And wow. he worshiped the sun. Yeah. And he said he had a vision about this, this thing. And so he put together called the Council of Nicaea. 
And he called all these religious rulers around. And for four years from 321 to 325, they were deciding what would be in the scriptures, what would not be in the scriptures. And there was five pagan G.O.D.'s gods that they were trying to determine who would be the one that the world worshiped. And this was an argument and a debate for five years. And at the end of it, they decided they couldn't decide between Zeus and Krishna. So the pagan god Zeus and the pagan god Krishna is who they finally said, okay, let's do a combination of the two. Zeus, that's why people, the Spanish people, when they say Jesus' name, they say what? You know, you understand. Jesus. Hey, who? Zeus. Zeus. Hey, Zeus. Hey, meaning hell, Zeus. So they came up with Zeus, Krishna, the Christ. Wow. So Jesus Christ literally means Zeus, the Christ. Wow. Wow, very interesting. And um, so Constantine changed the name. So that means that when he changed the name, I would imagine that people around that time, they still knew what the real name was, right? So I'm sure there was some division, right? There was people that knew, hey, this is wrong. Go over there now. Go look at the, go to the Roman Colosseum. You'll see where the followers of Yahuwah, the Yahudim, you'll see them in the, in the, in the, there's inscriptions over there where they were died for the name. Wow. Everybody thinks that they that people were killed for the name of JSUS. That's a that's a lie. Go to the tombs now, and you'll see that they died in the name of Yahuwah. They would not denounce the name of Yahuwah. That's why they died. You're not going to see no Jesus Christ written on no tombs over there. Right. They were thrown into the ring with the lions. They were burned at the stake. Unless they denounce, stop saying the name Yahuwah and Yahusha. Wow. <laughs> That's some crazy stuff, man. Not only, not only was a creator's name changed, but also the rest of the people in the Bible, their name was changed because my understanding is that all of their names meant something, right? Just like the, the, the word hallelujah. Before we get into the, 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 the other names, can you, can you touch on the word hallelujah and the importance of that word? It's the only word in the entire world that's pronounced the same in all languages. So mm. you're talking about thousands of languages around the world, and that's the only word that's pronounced the same in all languages. Hallelujah. So why is that? Because I believe Yahuwah put his name in there where people are going to give him praise no matter what. So if you're watching this, sometime or another in your life, you said hallelujah. And right. you don't even know what you're saying, most people. And if you ask the Christian, why do you say hallelujah? They're going to say, well, because, you know, I'm giving praises. So what does hallelujah mean? If I ask a Christian right now, what does hallelujah mean? They will say, praise the Lord. Because mm. hallelujah means praise be unto. But it says hallelujah, what? Yah. Mm-hmm. That, should, like, well, that should wake some people up. Hallelujah. Right. Who is Yah? Yahuwah. See, for everyone listening to me, you should have had a snap moment right then going, yeah, hallelujah, yeah. And go do some research on what hallelujah means. You're going to find out it means praise be unto. That's why Christians say praise be unto, but praise the Lord. But if it was praise the Lord, it would be hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because where we get the word Adonai from, Adunya, which the people call it Adonai. Adonai means master, quote, Lord. Lord means master. Or mm-hmm. Lord means Baal. It's either one of the two. But either means wow. master or it means the pagan god Baal. So it doesn't say Alelu, Baal, Alelu, Aden. It says Alelu, Yah. Wow. In, in, see, you're the one that created that video, right? There's a video that's going viral right now. As of today, it has 142,000 views. And um, last night, at night, right now it's morning. Last night, it had 140,000 views, Jay. Right now, it's close to 143,000. I think that in the next two to three months, if that, it'll hit a million views. 
So needless to say, that, that video is going viral. Tell me about that video and your inspiration for creating that video. And we're, we're going to link it here on this uh, chat on this well, channel. I, I want everybody to have the truth of his name. And so what I did was I sat down and I own a production company, a media company. And I'm like, you know, I'm always doing production and media. And I always have team staff that are writing scripts. And I always review the scripts. And then I make edits from the scripts. For, with this one, because of my study and because of my knowledge, I just went ahead and wrote the entire script. So when you see the video and listen and view it, every word you hear coming out was the script that I wrote. And it gives, it's the most informative that we know of out there. Scientific video on the name that there is. Wow. This this ain't like, it's got history attached to it. So stuff that everybody agrees from a scientific viewpoint that has happened in history, I loaded up in this video. And you cannot argue with it unless you want to just blatantly deny the truth. Mm. Wow. You know, one, one thing that, before I forget, one thing that I, I found interesting in my search after you started sharing this with me and I started studying it, there's a video that I saw, and, and we'll probably link it here, of even animals say the father's name, whales and wolves and stuff like that and i'm going to send you that video i don't know if you've seen it but i'm going to link it here and it showed this video shows so many animals including the whales in the ocean that say make the noise of the creator's name it's it's fascinating when i saw that i saw with my own eyes i i I listened and i realized wow that is indeed not only that also the name yahuwah uh i i found out that his name is in our dna yeah and what's interesting, too, is that right now the enemy is doing something without, you know, I don't want to get censored, right? This is going on YouTube, but there's something that's going on that's changing people's DNA, right? The enemy knows, right, this information and stuff. So if there's something that's going on around the world that's changing people's DNA and the creator's name is in our DNA, there's a reason why. So when you start to put the pieces to the puzzle together, you start to connect the dots. It's kind of like I, I always mention this in training, Right. You and I and you were one of my best mentors in, in uh, business. But when I would do training, I realized for myself, it's like uh, the spokes of a rim. Maybe what you learned today may not make sense, but a year from now, it'll make sense. And the, the training that you heard a year from now makes a training from a year ago make sense. That means you're, you're starting to connect the dots. Mm. So same thing with this. This is a study. So as I hear things, I'm like, oh my goodness, now this study from six months ago, for example, right. didn't make sense. And now makes sense. So it's just fascinating. Yes. Now, an- another question I had for you is this, we were going to get into it and then we didn't. The other people in the Bible's names, why yeah. were those people's names changed? Because almost every prophet, has a part of their of his name and their name. If I go over to Acts, the the, the book of Acts, Mahasim, Mahasim, which is we call Acts, and I go to chapter ten, and I go over to verse forty three. This tells you about the prophets, and in regards to his name, <clears throat> it says here to this one. All the prophets bear witness that through his name, everyone believing in him receives forgiveness of sins. It says to this one, all the prophets bear witness. So how could all the prophets bear witness? I was like, what does that mean? Then I went and looked up the number one quoted prophet of all time is Isaiah. So when you go look at his name in Hebrew, you're like, it's not nothing like Isaiah. It's Yisha Yahoo. Yisha Yahoo. That's Isaiah's name. And Yisha in Hebrew means salvation. Mm. So his name, Isaiah, means salvation is Yahuwah. Right. Which is kind of like a reverse of Yahusha, because his name is Yahuwah is salvation. And Yisha Yahoo is salvation is Yahoo. And so you go, and if you go over to promote the truth, our site, I've got a whole list of all the prophets' names. And I and I tell you what each of their names mean. 
So, and it's mm-hmm. funny if you watch how they how they were conducting themselves, it's like, wow, like Matthew is Matit Yahoo. And Matit in Hebrew means gift. So his name means the gift is Yahuwah. John is Yahuhanan. Yahuhanan. <laughs> and Yahuhanan, Yahu, Yahuwah, Hanan means grace. And John is known as graceful, right? And wow, Luke, Luca, the light is Yahuwah. Masha, Moses, the rescuer is Yahuwah. Peter, Kappa, the rock, what was he known as? The rock is Yahuwah. So his name means what they, they're like, wow, what's the chances of that? Jeremiah, Yerimah. Yahoo, you know, it's one after the next, after the next, you know, Malachi, Maliki, Yahoo, the messenger mm. is Yahuwah. So all their names have a witness in them. So when you read 1043 in the, in the book of Acts to this one, all the prophets bear witness that through his name, everyone believing him does receive forgiveness of sins, which is a big deal, JC. Right. Because now it's attaching forgiveness of sins through a name. Wow. So so if you don't know the name. You don't have forgiveness of sins. That's what that scripture says. Wow. So we have to decide, do we believe that scripture or do we not believe that scripture? Right. So if I read that scripture and I go to anybody and I say, do you believe what this scripture says? That through his name, everyone believing receives forgiveness of sins? And people are going to be like, yeah. I'll say, what name is that then? Tell me the name, I get forgiveness of sins. So if I ask most of the world, tell me what name I get forgiveness of sins. What will they say, Jason? I'll say Jesus. And I'll be like, it's impossible. Right. And then, and then everybody's sitting there, don't know what to do with that. And so that's why I love the podcast and the information you're doing, because now you're telling people what to do with that. And and I think I think I think JC people get so caught up on tradition and pride and oh how could I how could everybody be fooled I think it's a waste of time to be to be like that and I got a reason for that if you'd like to know I'd like to know the, the one of the greatest names of all the scripture Moses he, told, he what did he say on the mountain. When I, when I go back down to these people and they ask me, what is your name? So he didn't even know his name. Wow. So don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad if you didn't know his name all this time. Moses didn't even know his name. Right. But he got to know his name because he was called. And everyone that's hearing this message, you have now been called. So people go, well, how do I know I'm supposed to receive? Because you're watching this video. And I believe I'm one of his messengers. I believe that JC's one of his messengers. Mm-hmm. We have this gift of delivering messages. Right. Yeah. Very interesting, man. And and you know, it's definitely something that anybody around this time, I believe, you know, the Bible talks about, the scriptures talk about that the creator's people are going to be persecuted, right? They've been persecuted in the past and they will be especially. And uh, it already happens even in the name of Jesus. But now when you know the creator's name, Yahuwah, right? Yahusha, right? For the savior's name, even Bible believing folks are going to ridicule you and oppose you. They're going to say, hey man, no. And what's interesting, it, it kind of reminds me of, because I see some people that that they have a heart, right, for the Bible. They have a heart for Scripture, right. but they get very closed off. And I expected it, right? I manage my own expectations when I learned this, which is something I teach in business. You got to manage people's expectations. Let's say, for example, in sales. If you don't manage a new salesperson's expectations of how many no's they're going to get, then they're going to get they're going to be a little bit depressed, right? They're going to be let down, right? right. And so, but if you manage their expectations, then it's better. So I managed my expectations. I knew this is this is very, very tough information for a lot of people. Because think about it, for how many years, decades, people have gone believing that the name was something else. But I think you've got to separate 
emotion from logic, yes. right? And I, I don't think a lot of people have the emotional intelligence to separate the emotion from the logic and say, okay, let's go. And they feel guilty, I would imagine. Yeah. But it also reminds me when the creator says that he'll send a strong delusion, yeah. right? And I think some people have a strong delusion where they completely reject it. They're not open to it. From an emotional standpoint, they reject it. They're not open to it. And then maybe that's, maybe it will be a strong delusion for those people, yeah. which is unfortunate. So to me, I was just very open. I said, hey, let me hear. Then when I found out indeed, yes, the letter J is uh, it's less than 500 years old. That means that it's impossible. What if I live 600 years ago with what I'd be calling the name Jesus? No, no, it'd certainly be something else. If it was before Constantine, it'd be something else. So what is that other thing? Now, one of the arguments, Jay, that people make is, yeah, but you're not a scholar. Do you know how to speak this language? Do you know how to speak that language? And to me, that's not a very strong argument because like, no, but there are other people that are scholars, right? It's not that hard to find out. And there's people that have already gone down that road. They've already done the studies. They've already investigated this stuff. And it's not that hard to find that out. Would you agree that that's the case? Yeah. I, I just ask people, I'm like, do you believe in current events? And they'd be like, they look at you weird, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, so who was the previous prime minister? It was his second term in Israel. What was his name? Benjamin Netanyahu. Hmm. I said, do you believe that he was the prime minister? And they say, well, yeah, that's it. I said, what's his name? Benjamin Netanyahu. I said, oh, the last three letters of his name is the first three letters of the creator's name. Spelled the exact same way. Wow. So if you will agree that Benjamin Netanyahu was the prime minister of Israel, then for a fact, you have to agree that Yahoo is the name of the creator. Because the last three letters of Benjamin Netanyahu's name is yod Hey, ua And we know that the fourth letter and the second letter is the same. So if you say Netanyahu, Yahu, Yahu, that ah is the last letter and it's amazing. So this brings, it's so, <clears throat> I don't have to be a scholar to know his name. I have to have common sense, mm. period. And I have to make a decision. It's like you said, am I going to believe in what the scripture says? It says in Revelation 12, 9, that Satan, Shatan goes about and deceives the entire world. Are you and I part of the entire? Yes. So I have, is it possible that we could have been deceived if the scripture says the entire world gets deceived? Yes. Wow. So I have to admit that I was deceived if the creator is telling us that you're going to be deceived. Mm. And so how do you get undeceived? He says, repent. And call on the name of Yahuwah, and you will receive forgiveness of sins. It's like Acts 10, 43 says, to this one, all the prophets bear witness that through his name. So you have to be willing to be immersed into his name. And when you read Revelation 14, 1, I'll read it, and let's see what folks get. I like to read certain scriptures, like Revelation 14, 1. It says, it, and, and this right here, it rings so true because you got to make a decision on this. It says, and I looked and saw a lamb standing on Mount Zion and with him, everybody knows about this, 144,000 having his father's name written up on their foreheads. Wow. So if I say You've heard about the 144,000? Yes. Well, it says that the father's name is going to be written on their foreheads. What is the father's name then? Oof. That's powerful. It is. And then you read Revelation 22, um, 3, 4, Revelation. It then brings the two to one. So Revelation 22 is the last chapter. And verse three says, and no longer shall there be any curse. And the, the throne of Alua, the mighty one, and of the lamb, so that's the father and the son, we got two here, shall be in it. Then it says, and his 
servants shall serve him. So notice it says, and no longer shall there be any curse and the throne of Elua and the throne of the lamb shall be in it. That's two. That's the mm. father and the son. Then it says, and his name. Now it makes it singular. And they shall see his face and his name shall be upon their foreheads. It took the two, made them one, and said that one name will be up on the foreheads. That's why it says now he's been given the name above all names. So Yahusha, who walked on the earth, when he gave his life as the ultimate sacrifice, I got children all over my arms, he was then resurrected and sits on the throne and now has been given the name. So if you read John chapter 17, he's telling us that him and the father have the same name. Hmm. All you got to do is go real slow through John chapter 17, and you're going to see it. Because he says, I have a stick. The night before he's about to die, he's praying over his disciples. So how serious, JC, do we think that moment is? You know what I mean? Right. He knows he's going to die the next day. He knows it. So now he calls a meeting with his 12, and he starts talking to them, but he's praying to the father in front of those 12. Right. And he says, Yahushua said these words and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, father, the hour has come. Esteem your son so that your son also might esteem you. And, and you have given him authority over all flesh and he should give everlasting life to whom you have given him. And this is everlasting life that you that they should know you, the only true Allah and Yahusha Mashiach, the Messiah, whom you have sent. Now, down in verse six, guess verse six, guess what it says, JC. You ready for this? He says, I have revealed your name to the men whom you've given me out of the world. Wow. He says, I have revealed your name to them. They were yours. And you gave them to me and they have guarded your word because the words you gave to me, I have given to them. He goes on and he says, and I, in verse 11, chapter 17 of John, Yahuwah, and I am no more in the world. He says, I'm leaving the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you set apart father. You ready for this? And guard them in your name, which you have given me. So that they might be one as we are. He tells us right there in his name and him and the father's got the same name. So what? They're uh, one makes us one. What do you think about that, Jason? <laughs> it's powerful. I mean, I don't have a lot of words other than it's powerful. Yeah, when people come to me, you know, it's a study to show yourself approved. I study decades now. Over 30 years I've been studying. But I spent three and a half years studying original languages and origins of words, six to 10 hours a day for wow. three and a half straight years. Every day I get up and I would study scriptures. Everybody else was working jobs, doing everything. Things was okay for me then. And I just, I had to know it. So people go, how can you spit this stuff off your head so easy? Because I've studied to show myself approved. Right, right. No, that's powerful, man. And, and I know, I know that you spend that much time. So one of the things, Jay, that you shared with me that was very powerful, you showed me, not only did you share with me with your words, but you showed me. You showed me a Bible and you said, your Bible says that the name was changed. Yes. What, which is a Bible in the preface that talks about how the name of the creator was changed. Yeah, like if you go to the NIV, which is one of the most popular new international version, you know, New King James Version, the American Standard Version, uh, you go to those, you open up the preface, and it tells you that in regards to the divine name, the translators adopted a device in place of the name. What does that mean? Look at that. Look at that carefully, you know, articulated language, adopted a device. Like, what does that mean, JC? Right. Well, who, who talks like that? Adopted a device. 
right. And now renders. We adopted a device, meaning we're going to use some device. And it says, and now renders the divine name as L-O-R-D and G-O-D. Yeah. So it says they changed the name. It's what adopted a device means. And now they render. Render means we're going to call it instead of his name. Now we're going to violate what he says. He says, I am Yahuwah. That is my name. Remember Yeshua Yahoo 42.8. And my yep. praise I will not give to idols. So now you say G-O-D and you got to ask yourself, why does the whole world refer to this supreme being as G-O-D, God? Where did that word come from? For those that are watching this, do you ever say G-O-D? Like, yeah, why I'm do sure you most, say that, huh? I'm sure most people do, yeah. Yeah, like, why, why did we grow up saying that, JC? Like, why did, where did that come from? Yeah. That's what I wanted to know. Why am I saying right. what I'm saying? Right. That's what led me on this big journey of truth. Why? What's making me say G-O-D? Where did that word come from? So when I go look to see where it comes from, I realize it's a uh, a freaking pagan word. It's a it's, wow. a it's a Teutonic pagan word that comes from the the pagan G O T G A D God Goot. You know, had nothing to do with the supreme being. It's now you got this big section of people. They got some influence, and they influence the powers that be. So we got to really like slow down and go. We take for granted, we get to just go pick up a book and read. Back then, only certain people were allowed to read. Right. Like if you were a slave, you were not allowed to read. You were mm -hmm. not allowed to learn to write and read. And right. what got put out in publications from the church, the Roman Catholic Church is what dictated what got put out in regards to religious writings. Right. So we got to ask ourselves, what power does politics and governments, like we a lot of, most of us live in free societies, but that's not the way it always was. There was a Roman rule that was a global power and it dictated a lot. Yeah. Including what gets written. Hmm. And it says that right in the preface that that to me was a huge eye opener because, I mean, nearly 7000 times, approximately 7000 times the scriptures, his name is supposed to be there. Yeah. But in most in none of the Bibles. Right. The, the, the current versions is his real name there. You know right. what I mean? And it doesn't make sense if he says the importance of his name so many times. How come? How come? First of all. There's they're calling by so many titles, right? Because Lord and God, these are just titles, right? right? God, every belief out there calls it God, right? They all you you understand what I'm saying? Right. So, but he has a name, and when he says that that's his name forever, another verse that 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 is very telling to me is, and I think you 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 brought this up. I have come in my father's name, and you do not receive me. Yet another comes in his own name, and you would receive him. Right, and John. Some and some translation says, "If another comes in another, if another comes in another name, him you will receive." Wow, it seems like I, that's what's happening. In fact, that's for sure what's happened. I have come in my Father's name. That's why it says, "Many will say to me on that day, do we not cast out demons? Do we not prophesy in your name? Right? Do we not do miraculous works in your name?" This is in his name, not in some pagan name. So there's people that even know his name that do all these crazy things because they don't love the truth. He says, I'm going to tell you away from me. I never knew you, you who work lawlessness. Wow. So the people he says is going to throw them away are those who are workers of iniquity, of lawlessness. What law? The Ten Commandments. So if you don't uphold and guard the Ten Commandments and you abuse them, he's going to say, away from me. I never knew you. Because if you look over in 1 John and 2 John, these talk about 
The person that says that I know that I love him yet does not obey his commandments is a liar. The truth is not in them. Hmm. So the reason the world is having an issue with this is out of disobedience. Just like the children got taken into captivity in the Babylon, disobedience to the Ten Commandments. It's about disobedience. So he says, if you're disobedient, I'm going to give you up to up to, to begin a delusion. So the first four commandments, you have to know his name in order to keep those first four commandments. Impossible to keep the first four commandments if you don't know his name. Because in the first commandment, he says, I am Yahuwah <laughs> who brought you out of Mitzrayim, Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Have no other mighty ones before my face. I am Yahuwah. Have no carved images before you. Mm. The third commandment says, do it literally says, do not bring the name of Yahuwah to nothing. Yeah, don't change it. Don't don't call it by something else, right? In modern Bible say, do not take the Lord's name in vain. And what's right? the definition of vain? Meaningless, nothing. meaningless, useless, no effect, nothing. How much more nothing can we get than we just never say his name? Right. You brought it's it like to if me. You call me. It's like if you start calling me Michael, like, bro, what's wrong with you, man? I remember one time I was getting, I remember one time I was getting a haircut, right? And then uh, the barber kept calling me Julian. The whole time he's calling me Julian, I kept crying. I was like, bro, my name's not Julian, man. It's, it's Juan Carlos, bro. Then, I, then it turns out the guy, for some reason, some older man just called everybody Julian, right? But I remember thinking to myself, bro, that's not my name. <laughs> why do you keep calling me Julian? But, but, but why did that hit you that way? Because yeah, that's not my name. It's, you know, it, it's a lack of respect if you don't remember somebody's name, especially oh. constantly. Right. Yeah, you can't leave anybody in inheritance unless you know their name. Right. Can't leave them in inheritance. The greatest inheritance in the world is eternal life. Mm. And it says True. in the scriptures, your name must be written in the book of life. Wow. It says your name. Why, Rahel, that name has to be written in the book of life. So you don't want him to get your name wrong. Right. Somebody sitting there putting down the book of life and writing. I bet you like that. Hold on, hold on. That's, that's Jay. That's, you know, you. Make sure they write it right. So if we want to make sure that our name is written in the book of life, well, what about the author of the book of life? Shouldn't we know what his name is? Yeah, absolutely. And you go call him G-O-D and L-O-R-D and he's sitting there going, man. Just like that guy calling you, what do you call Julian? Julian. <laughs> you know, it's it's also very telling how Kyrie Irving, right? Let's talk about Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. But let's go with Kyrie Irving first. He mentions about a documentary and did Kyrie find the name? Yes. Absolutely. That's why I believe he got persecuted so hard. Because yeah. he found the name. Because, you know, he brought up a scripture and he said in the, in the scripture he brought up, it had Yahusha's name. And so he went to go look and study to find out if he could find any documentaries. And the closest he could find while he was Googling around to the name that he kept seeing in some of these earlier writings was Yahweh. So he says he went to Amazon Prime and typed in any documentaries of Yahweh and this movie came up from Hebrews to Negroes. And so he clicked on it, started watching it. And JC, in the first 25 seconds of that movie, of that documentary, it comes up and it quotes Isaiah 42.8, exactly the way I said it. And it says, I am Yahuwah. That is my name. It says it in the first 25 seconds. I took a picture. I had to stop. And I went back and I took a picture of it because it's the first time I seen Yahuwah's name in English put on, on the screen. So yeah, yes. he was digging, looking to find his heritage, where he came from. And because the movie has what they consider some anti-Semitic stuff in the movie, in the documentary, the best I could tell from it is that there was some person that was a Jewish person making statements about the Holocaust and different things. 
and 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 so they attributed to the author of the movie as him saying it. And so whatever. People have opinions. They have opinions. Right? right. Like look at like in this country, slavery, you know. Okay, some people go, oh, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And I can mm-hmm. I can go, well, man, what the hell you mean it wasn't that bad? But does that give me the right to cancel you? Because my opinion right. is I don't think it's no, see, that's where we have the First Amendment. It goes all into it. The bottom line, without going way down that that that, that trail, Kyrie, in my opinion, he found the name. Wow. What do you think? What do you think of uh, uh, Kanye West? Do you think he's uh, genuine in his search? Some people seem to think, and I don't know what to think to be honest, right? But some people seem to think that he may be a shill, right? Um, I don't, I don't think that that's too far off. I also think that, of course, it's possible. If, if Yahuwah wants to help him find the truth and change his life, for sure, and he's, it seems to be like he's getting persecuted as well. So, what are your thoughts on him? I think Kanye, Kanye is a little more complex. He's saying a lot of truth about the industry who's running stuff. That makes sense. Okay. But also, if you notice, when Kanye's starting to pray now, he's bringing up Yeshua. He does, huh? He was saying J-E-S-U-S for the ever. But for some right. reason, now he's saying Yeshua. So those of you that are listening to hear the word Yeshua or Yeshua, in the scriptures, 216 times, the name Yahusha is written, and it only refers to the Savior. Two times, Yahushua is mentioned, and it only deals with the person that came after Moses, Joshua. One time, it says Yeshua or Yeshua, and that just means salvation. So that's why the greater weight of the evidence points to the 216 times, where it's Yod, Hey, Ua. Uh, Shin Ayin, that's the Hebrew words, which spells Yahusha. So I believe that Kanye is getting more knowledge. And the more knowledge you get about these truths, if you have influence, then Satan ain't gonna like that. Yep. And let's face it, man, Satan in politics and in Hollywood runs this world. You know what I'm saying? So if you talk against anything, you know, against the government, the people that run this world, you're going to get canceled, right? It's it's just how it's going to be. So, but there's a time, time coming, JC. Like there's a time coming soon where that's going to turn. So the persecution is going to going to happen, but we're going to also those who hold on to his name, we will then rule and reign with him mm. for a thousand years. It says. Right, right. Who are we going to be ruling and reigning over? I don't know. You see, we're going to, there's going to be somebody. So, <laughs> you know, I, I believe that, we, that he says until this great message is preached throughout the entire world, the end won't come. So we have something to do with this great message getting, this is what you're doing now as part of it. Wow. Powerful. I always ask you this question. And, uh, you, you know, I'm going to ask you again for the podcast. The signs of the times, right? We see, I, I, I look at things and I study and whatnot, and I surround myself around people that are smarter than me. And I pray to the Father for wisdom, for discernment, right? Especially now that I've got two children, right? They didn't ask to be here, right? We brought My wife and I, we brought them here, and I want to guide them in the right direction. And I'm learning. Every day I'm learning. Where would you say we are in the Bible? Certainly in the book of Revelation, right? But if you had to guess where we are in the book of Revelation. I believe we're in the end times. I believe it says that when the eighth king comes, the end will be soon after. It says the seventh king will come for a short term, short time. He will only last for a short time. And then the eighth will come and then the end soon after. We know that Pope Benedict, has been identified as that seventh king. He just died. Wow. A few days ago. He was the oldest, li- he's been the oldest pope. He's at 95. Mm. Francis is 
I think 86 now. Okay. So if Francis does not live past Benedict, then we know. Right. You see, that's how I'm sizing it up, that, the, that this eighth king is now identified as Francis from the scriptures. People go, what are you talking about? Go do some study and you'll see that the beast power is the Roman Catholic Church. That's just who it is. Yep. They're the beast power. They're the ones who changed commandments. They took the second commandment out, deals with images and idols. They took the 10th and split it in two. Go look in their Bible. You'll see it. The 10 commandments have been changed, just like Daniel said it would be in Daniel, Daniel chapter 7, verse 25. says the beast power would think to change times and laws. So what law? The Ten Commandments. That has been changed in the most powerful religious group in the world, the Roman Catholic Church. They changed it. Then you go look at the times of all these popes coming in, and you will see that from a, a, a period of time, as said in Revelation, is that it establishes that first king, and now you can run a line on it, and you see that the seventh king was Benedict the Eighth King is Francis, and I believe that Francis is the last of those kings, and then the end shall be here. Wow! Wow! Not only that, we see some of the bowls being poured. Right? We see more and more stuff happening around the world. It's the signs of the time. So, yeah, I mean, and then listen. Let's say, for example. Right now, we see all of these things happening. You talk about the eighth king and whatnot, and it's around the same time that this word, the creator's name, is getting around like never before. I this mean, has to be I mean, tripping you is, out. This has to trip you out from the time I told you his name. Yes, because in 2010, it was so much different. You didn't see so many things. I mean, look at all of the stuff that is being pushed on kids, right? Look at the schools. Look at what they want to teach them, right? So you see these things that are happening, and then around the same time, now you could, you know, Google search the word Yahuwah, and you've got all these videos, all these articles and stuff. In 2010, that wasn't the case. So, yeah, man, the times are getting close, man. It's, it's certainly time is time is almost up. Yeah, I see it. And that's why we have to preach this great news to people like yourself who has this type podcast. Those that love, you know, following your message, hopefully this strikes you in the heart. And then you go do what I did and what JC did. Just go study. You know, go yeah. you can go find out everything I said. Jay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing your knowledge. This, again, as I mentioned earlier, this is the most important podcast. It's got nothing to do with what I normally talk about. I, I, I'm a business guy, right? But more important than a business guy, I'm also a believer. But when I see everything that's happening, I say, you know, we got to get Jay back in the podcast, not to talk about business, but to talk about this. And, um, you know, I know that I've got subscribers that are believers and some that are not believers, and they might not be subscribers anymore. It doesn't matter. What matters is getting this message out there. So, Jay, any parting words? Baruch, Baruch, Haba, Basham, Yahuwah. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Yahuwah is what I just said in, he in Hebrew. Mm. Abari is Hebrew, Abari. Um, my final words are call on his name. You know, like, like yeah, yeah. Yahuhanan, he says, I baptize you with water. But one who's coming after me, whose shoelaces I'm not even worthy to untie, he will baptize you with fire and the set-apart spirit. So if we, if you simply just take the pride, set it aside, take the tradition, set it aside, don't focus on what mama said. She's not going to be able to save you on this one. Daddy can't save you. Grandparents can't save you. You came into this world. And the first thing you screamed out when you cried out is Yahuwah. Slow it down. Yeah, JC's probably studied this too. And his name is in your breath. It is the breath of life. You'll notice when you say Yahuwah, you don't even have to, your tongue doesn't touch the top of your root of your mouth. Your lips don't come together. Your teeth don't come together. You don't bite your lip. You don't say B. That's why I can't be Yahuwah. It can't be Je Jehovah because your teeth can't touch. Your tongue can't touch anything. Open your mouth. Yahuwah. Yahuwah. Right. That's the breath of life. Call on that name. 
and he will change your life. He will give you eyes to see. You're going to see it's going to be like scales pop off your eyes. It's guaranteed that you will be a changed person and just guard his commandments. And we got a beautiful site, promotethetruth.com. We've got a section on it that says how to follow Yahuwah. I found the four foundational core salvational issues that you can just simply study. And it's not difficult. This ain't right. difficult to keep the commandments. It's not difficult. When people go, oh, that's hard to follow. No, it's not difficult. I love him with all I got. I don't need no images around. I hold his name in esteem. I rest one day out of every week. I honor my father and my mother. I don't go out and murder people. I don't go out and commit adultery on my wife. I don't steal. I don't bear false witness. And I'm not jealous of anybody else's stuff. That's not hard. So that's my parting words. You can do it. I'm doing it. Come do it with me. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Hey, listen, couldn't close it off any better than that. So thank you again. Jay, for your valuable time. I appreciate you. All right, guys. So if you guys enjoyed this episode of the Driven Not Given podcast, like, comment, subscribe, share with everybody that you know. With that being said, I'll see you guys at the top or from the top. Take care.